As always, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! Hey, this is the last week of January next month. February Budget Blinds will be donating $1 for every blind sold. Starting in February, Budget Blinds will be donating $1 for every blind sold to the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network. And Jason, just like all of us, they're doing this because they have a connection. We all know somebody who has battled, maybe even lost, their fights with cancer. For the Stoddards, the family that owns Budget Blinds here in Lee Summit, it's a personal thing for them. The founder of the store, Randy Guthrie, he died within six months of his diagnosis with pancreatic cancer. As usual, Budget Blinds coming through to do good stuff in addition to encouraging you to shop their very fine store, Serving their very fine blinds with their very good customer service. There you go. Head down to Budget Blinds of Lee Summit right on Main Street in downtown Lee Summit. Tell them Jason and Nick sent you. And buy a bunch of blinds. Welcome to our Friday conversation for Lee Summit Town Hall. I am here today with Julie Cook from downtown Lee Summit Main Street. Julie, welcome back to the show. You are a frequent guest. Yes, I am. And I brought my punch card. I did. I think this is, is this your third or fourth? This might be my fourth or fifth. Ooh, I need to do a count because I yeah. think there's a chance you might be the most frequent guest. Ooh, I love it. Do I get a like a velour robe? Like they do in the Five Timers Club on SNL. You know, I should think about that. Okay. Yeah. Look, yeah. Put some. I'm sort of that. funny sometimes. <laughs> I'm nowhere near the level of funny for Saturday Night Live. I mean, I make myself laugh. Right. That's, that's really yeah. all that matters. Julie, I asked you to come in here not just because uh, obviously I am a fan of downtown and and to to be fair to everyone and open, I am a board member for yes. the the board of directors for Downtown Lee Summit Main Street Inc. But I really brought you here because this month we have been talking about community involvement and volunteerism mm -hmm. and all of the many ways and how easy it is for people to get involved in things and actually have impact and effect on the community. So that's why you're here. We're going to talk a little bit about Downtown Main Street, what you guys do, some of the events that are happening, but then we're going to finish with with volunteer talk. We're going to talk about yes. the role volunteers play in the organization and how people can come in mm -hmm. and join in the volunteer fun. You told me not to give you any softballs this time. You said <laughs> softball questions make you nervous. Because I don't want to mess them up. And I, you know, I, I, I understand that. It's like, <sighs> it's like, you know, the, the bullpen coach comes in, it's home run derby, and then you whiff. You, you don't want to do that. I don't want to whiff today. So here we go. I'm aiming for the fences. I don't know that I can carry on with the sports references from this point forward. Okay. So. Well, stop that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here is your hardball question. Who is the best volunteer and board member that sits across from you right now that you have ever seen involved with Downtown Lee Summit? Best board member and volunteer who's currently wearing headphones. Who... Um, well, Nick Parker is the yes! person who fits that description. That is what I wanted to hear. I love to pander to the host as much as I can. That's that is, my goal. That is the whole reason I do this show. It's <laughs> for people to pander to me. <laughs> exactly. Let's actually start off with, with, with easy stuff. Okay. What is downtown Lee Summit Main Street? Because I think 
maybe people don't really know. I mean, they know the downtown district right. and they know all of the businesses and stuff. Mm-hmm. But what is it that your group of four people in your office, right. what is it that you guys do? Sure. Well, we are a staff of four people. Uh, we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization that is affiliated with the National Main Street Center. And so the goal of our organization is to cultivate a community in downtown Lee Summit that's inviting and welcoming and exists as the heart of our city in Lee Summit. So what does that mean? I mean, that's, right. that is great I know. stuff Doesn't on that a brochure. Like a brochure? I mean, I'm it, just like It sounds like somebody it. really got paid well to write Whoever that. Whoever came up with that's a genius. What does that really mean? It means that Downtown Lee Summit is a space where people want to be, where they want to attend events, where they want to open up a business, where shoppers want to come down and spend their money. Um, It's a community where people want to live and play. So, again, that's some more buzzwords, too. But I think there's a very personal – you can't quite put your finger on it. You can't quite totally describe the feeling of, you know, a a good community that – you, you want to be in. You want to be a part of what's happening in so, that area. So does your group, and, and I like to say your because I guess sort of I'm part of it. Right. Um, would you say your group is more about creating the culture where the businesses yes. and, and all of they that's the physical part of it. And every mm-hmm. people want to come for the restaurants and the businesses and the bars and we're, we're getting more places to live. Right. But would you say your role as a group is more to build that that culture around? Yeah, I would say it's about all of those elements that you named synergistically working together to make a community. Synergistically. Yeah, I'm going to drop a real that word? word. I heard it in a video once. so Well, if we, I'm going if it, with it. If it came from the interwebs, it's real. <laughs> exactly. And I will allow it without yeah. taking away any of your punches. But it's all of those things. It's the component of you know housing, our neighborhoods near downtown, the businesses. Um, Howard Station Park, I mean, those public spaces, it's the events that we do, it's the volunteers that work with us and collaborate with us on everything you that we do. The volunteers. I know. It's all of those elements working together that, that creates that community where people want to live. And that's, that's what we want to do. Well, you are, you are the events director. That's your thing. Right. Is the event. So let's let, give us some examples of, of events. I know, look, you don't have to bring up downtown days. Everybody knows about downtown <laughs> days, which we're getting ready. We're already prepping for, guys. We it's are. It's going to be a good one. And, and, and I hope that soon we're going to get to say a really cool surprise for musical guests on Saturday. I'm excited about one of our options. Ooh. I'm really excited. Building the anticipation. Yep. <laughs> so give us give us events that downtown Lisa Main Street, Inc., I'm just going to say downtown Inc. from now on because yeah. <laughs> it's a long, long sure. thing. But what are some of those events? So we actually plan over 100 days of events each year. So I can give you a few examples. We are known for our farmer's market, which is Wednesdays and Saturdays, April to November. Um, we plan other free events that include the bunny hop and booze, barks, and badges, both of those parades. Um a lot of family-friendly events of that sort. We do the Fourth Fridays Art Walk, April through August. Um, you forgot an upcoming parade that's going to be awesome. I know that someone is the chair of that committee. Uh, yeah, we have our Emerald Isle Parade uh, every year, and that's going to be March 9th. 
Um, we've been going about 13, 14 years on that, I think. I think that's right. I think this is 14. Is it? Yes. Since 2006, I think, is when it started. Um, and then the Chocolate Crawl is actually next weekend. And that's an event we've been doing for just over 10 years. Now, what is a chocolate crawl? For those of us right. that aren't in it every year and know about it. Well, you know about a pub crawl. Right. You're familiar with that sense. so Maybe. Maybe you've had a little bit of experience with a pub crawl maybe. or two in your day. Um, so the chocolate crawl is actually called the chocolate crawl for a cause because it is um, an event where we raise money and collect non-perishable foods for Lee Summit Social Services. And so we want to give back to the community. And it's something that our shoppers and all of our downtown businesses have really gotten on board with. So on February 2nd, we will be set up at Got Art Gallery and shoppers can check in there and make a donation. And we'll give them a full-size chocolate bar and a necklace. And with that necklace, they get promotions and discounts at over 40 businesses in downtown Lee Summit that day. So they can hit up um, Third Street Social and Conrad's. They can go shopping at uh, Blue Heron, and they get you know 10% off, tax-free shopping, discounted drink specials, and all of that that and, day. And usually, I'm going to throw in this one, usually many of those businesses have something chocolatey yes. while you're there. So if you are That's a chocolate aficionado, mm-hmm. this is the day for you <laughs> to be in downtown Lee Summer. Absolutely. So that's a fun one. And yeah, what other events can I mention? I mean, there's lots of ways to get involved in helping at an event. Um, so, well, let's, before we get there, we don't want to talk about signing you up right away. Right. We'll give the hard pitch. I'll let you give the hard pitch later. Okay. But save I save my big guns. You save that, save that for <laughs> later. But I, I kind of feel like sometimes, unless you are immersed in it. Mm hmm. Um, which which I have been lucky enough to do thanks to a friend of mine, um, voluntolding me. Is that what we're saying? Calling it voluntelling me. You've been voluntold. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and and forcing me to get involved several years ago. Um, I'm immersed in it. I get yeah. So I'm there, but I feel like maybe people don't always know what what that group does and who puts on those events and what sure. they're doing. And that many of them mm-hmm. are like chocolate crawl are, are, are raising money are helping out other th- portions of right. the community. So I think it's important to do that. I think it's also important to, to say that, that this group works very hard to bring people to downtown um, to, to help all of those businesses, which mm-hmm. by and large are owned by local people. Right. It, these aren't chains. Exactly. This is money that is earned here, spent here, taxes paid here. This is a big part of the economy. Um, so that it, it, your group is very focused on that. Well, you're absolutely right. Yes. Um, one of our main goals is to bring business to downtown. And uh, we have a number of different events that are focused on that. And we're all about supporting local business owners, um, and encouraging shoppers to keep their dollars local. Um, One way that we measure the impact that we've had is to measure taxable sales from year to year and to see how much that has increased over time since, since we've been located in downtown as an organization. And I'm just thinking back to, uh, a statistic from our, our board meeting that our taxable sales for the last year have been now don't quote me on this I think roughly 38 to 39 million 
for that the last about year. Right. That's just close. Yeah. But that's huge. I mean, and that's a 10% jump from the prior year. So we're definitely seeing a lot of growth. If you want to talk, you know, numbers, uh, quantitative measurements of, you know, the impact that downtown Lee Summit has had um, over the years, that's definitely a way to measure it. So how do how do you as as an organization work with with business owners? You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of retail shops there. There are, I want to say twenty four restaurants and bars. I could be I could be off a little bit there. And I know mm-hmm. they've kind of banded together a little bit for yeah. some, some marketing call you know, with this the, the Struther, Struther District, District program, which which is separate from Main Street, but it's still an effort, I think, yeah. on, on for just amongst themselves, because they're different than the clothing shops and all of that to right. bring down. But but what are you doing as an organization to work with these different businesses to to, to help keep foot traffic happening? Well, collaboration is key. I know that's a tired cliche, but it's so true time and time again. We see that Um, we have more community support for the programs and the events and the festivals that we do when we bring everyone together to the table. And so it involves a lot of, you know, networking with business owners in downtown, um, just having the face to face conversations with them and really bringing people on board with the vision that we have to continue to develop downtown Lee Summit to preserve historic buildings and also to, you know, we want to have plans for infill and other redevelopment as we continue to grow and our needs continue to evolve over time. I mean, we want that community support and it takes many hands and many players to work together. And so, yeah, we do have to have those bridges with our bar and restaurant owners, as well as our retail shop owners and service businesses, insurance companies, everything. Um, do, do you play a role? And I'm going to, I'm a, this, is, this is one of those things where I like to, I'm going to throw you the question that I could answer, but that's not my job. I'm not <laughs> supposed to answer these. Uh-huh. What role do you play then? You, you, you talked, you talked about with, with, you know, preservation and also bringing, bringing in different business. So what do you, right. do you work with, do you work with people if there's a vacancy to to and and a new business wants to come in and they want to open open a business in in an empty spot? Right. What what role do you play in helping them with that? Yeah, absolutely. We we play a huge dynamic role in that and it starts with getting to know the property owners and the current business owners that we have in downtown so that when uh, a property would be available we're at the table rather um, we get a phone call is more what happens. Um with that property owner saying, hey, do you have a beat on like what businesses are looking to come to downtown? I would say the analogy is probably that you have the table. Yeah, we <laughs> that have everybody the table can come here. to. Um, but but I think you know I, it's a joke because there is a big conference table as soon as you walk right. into your building. But but you've got that table and the resources, yes. the material really that people the a property owner can say, what can we put in here or yeah. a new, or a prospective business can come mm-hmm. in and say, where can I go? If I, yes. if I want to put this business in downtown, where can I do it? Exactly. And we have a longer list of people or, you know, local business owners um, that have come to us and said, hey, as soon as anything comes available, you know, we're interested. Just that happens 
constantly people expressing interest in opening up a shop in downtown and just want to be so the on best problem radar. you have is that, that there's not a lot of space available downtown yeah. because people want to be here whether it's yes you're the shopper that wants to be here or you're the business that wants to open up here exactly that's it that's a good way to put it like it's a interesting problem to have um a lot of other downtowns it's it might be the reverse where they have a lot of vacancies and not a lot of interest in you know filling in those properties, those storefronts. So it's the opposite. And that has not been the problem all the time. Exactly. There was a time that Lee Summit was struggling to bring people into the into the downtown district mm-hmm. um, for businesses, and that has changed a lot, especially over the last 20 to 30 years. Yeah. I'm, I'm leading you along oh, oh, oh. here. Is there a 30-year significance? In December, yeah. <laughs> your organization is going to celebrate its 30th year. We and, are. And I'm going to use this also to get into what we really want to talk about, mm-hmm. which is which is people and people in the community getting together to make things happen. This group started 30 years ago this coming December. Yep. Because there was a group of people in the community who got together and said, we need to make this thing happen. We need this district to be something. Yes. It can be something. And that wasn't – Main Street didn't exist. That was people mm-hmm. getting together. So so I, we've seen that impact. But, but, but from your point of view, who, who you are a staff member, talk to me a little bit about how – involved community members keep this thing going because four people can't do a hundred days of events on their oh, own. No. Four people <laughs> are not going to make downtown days happen. And I, no. I, I go back to that because it's an easy one that everybody knows, yep. but that is a huge event. It is. It is also in addition to bringing, you know, approximately a hundred thousand people into our district for three days. Mm-hmm. It is also your organization's biggest fundraiser of the year. It is. So what, what do People, how does that how does that impact your organization and the 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 goals that you set every year? Our volunteers are a huge part of our organization and a massive part of the success and revitalization that we've seen over the last thirty years. I mean, we would we wouldn't be where we are today with that zero percent occupancy for our storefronts. I mean, without the volunteers that we've had over the last thirty years. So. I mean, kudos to everyone that's helped out. Um, but yeah, I guess to to speak to that, um, just to to give a little bit more context to like the volume of the amount of help that we rely on. Because you're right, four staff members don't make a hundred days of events happen a year by themselves, single handedly. That could not ever be possible. Um, we have logged about four thousand hours. Um, 4,000 volunteer hours annually. And I think since 2009, over 45,000 hours of help from volunteers just on a sometimes a day-to-day basis or just event-specific or being part of creating a vision for downtown and implementing it. Um, there's numerous ways that that people have, you know, touched our organization and touched the community. Well, and that's something I wanted to ask you about uh, from from your perspective, because I think it's more than just the volunteer that helps with an event. You know, whether that's, yeah. you know, working a booth at a festival or, mm-hmm. you know, we have a lot of people that help us with traffic or, or crowd control during parades. That's right. easy volunteer stuff that I think everybody kind of gets, right? Mm-hmm. But volunteering with people with a group like yours is also—I mean, how do how are how are they involved? 
because you bring in business owners with with I guess beyond beyond the events with your goal of finding ways to promote Mm-hmm. Those local businesses yeah. finding ways to to make sure you know about vacancies and other uses for buildings as they become mm-hmm. available. H- how are people involved? How do how do those movements? How are those movements affected by volunteers? Yeah, what's so fascinating? I, this is what was going through my head as you were bringing that up. And is failing to explain <laughs> that properly is what you're going to say? Yeah. I mean, we're so used to seeing the finished product of something that we don't have an appreciation for the people behind the curtain or behind the stage that are making that happen. We just see the show in front of us. And it's the people that are backstage, behind the scenes, that are, you know, doing sometimes the boring work, I'll be honest, but sometimes it's the most important work to get you to a downtown days festival that's put on in three days time. Um, There's a year of planning that goes into something like that, just to use that as an example. So we're talking about people in the community that have partnered with us and said, hey, I love downtown so much. How can I help your organization um, continue to see this community uh, in revival and uh, businesses that are thriving here. How can I be a part of that? And so we love it when that happens. And we have a few steering committees for events that we do, but also we adopt what's called a four-point approach. When I was talking about several elements synergistically working together, there's yes, that word again. Look it up. We have. Um, this four-point approach that has to do with how to revitalize and maintain a, a strong downtown. So we have four different committees that take a different component of downtown revitalization, and they focus on that. And so we have our promotions committee that's focused on you know, the marketing of downtown and to, to bring people here. We have an organization committee that's focused on training volunteers, um, getting our sponsors on board. So we have we some really finances. We do really fun things like <laughs> talking about financing and bylaws. Yes. Those are exciting. <laughs> Those committees are pretty lit. Um, and then economic <laughs> enhancement, talking about you know what our current business mix is, how we can um, both recruit and retain businesses in downtown. That's a huge part of what they do. Well, and then the fourth one is our design committee. And so that's where we look at things like signage in downtown, how we can direct traffic, uh, how we can set some design standards for what the businesses um, abide by. So we have a clean and consistent look and feel to our downtown that's also accessible you know, and welcoming. So those four committees, again, it's just they're all working in concert to create uh, a vibrant community where people want to be. And so those are, that's an important role. I mean, you were talking about the difference between like volunteering for an event versus some of the more long range planning types of volunteering that you can do. And both are very ne- necessary. And a lot of the time what we'll find is some people will volunteer, you know, at the chocolate crawler. They'll help out serving beer at downtown days or at Mayor's Tree Lighting. And then they're like, oh, I want to see more of what this organization is about. How do you make all this stuff happen 
what's going on behind the curtain, behind the scenes. And I don't mean to make that sound like we're shrouded in mystery, but just like we are. what goes on seven days a week that like when you're not hosting an event, what are, what are you doing? Well, and I think it's important to, to, to point out, and, and, and I did a poor job of, of leading into that part, this part, but um, as we, as we get toward this 30 year anniversary mm-hmm. and, and, and one of the things we talk about a lot on this show on the various various ways that we, we, we produce this show is that at a local level you have an opportunity to affect change. Absolutely. That you can be a significant role player in the growth of a community. And so I think about that original group of people that just got together right. and and made downtown Main Street a thing. Mm-hmm. And got it developing and on that revitalization path. And I think of someone like the late Mary Stacy, who who some people are going to remember and some people don't. Um, but I got to see her in action. And I mean, literally the story, everybody will tell this story that knew her. She walked around with a clipboard in her hand, <laughs> recruiting people to do what needed to be done. And she never took no for an answer. I mean, right. she willed things to happen mm-hmm. and people to get involved to make this district into what it was. And it wasn't that long ago that we didn't have that huge, awesome city hall building. We didn't right. have, you know, the streetscape is different. Yeah. right? And, and I remember that, that debate in town about uh-huh. people not wanting the way the sidewalks were laid out to change. And, right. Uh, um, the Hartley building mm-hmm. and the corner there is totally different absolutely and the darren building is mm-hmm. not that was a parking lot it's a building now so yeah. I, I kind of wanted to help and i'm doing a bad job of it so you can jump in because you're you're smart and i'm not it's <laughs> to show how people can get together and because they want to be involved how they can make change happen yeah that's such a good point i mean I would have loved to be a fly on the wall in those initial meetings back in 1989 when those local business owners um, and just downtown residents got together and said, hey, like, let's look at the potential of what could be. And just to be around people who had that kind of vision and <laughs> the Mary Stacy don't take no for an answer kind of attitude to actually make it happen and implement it. And I just imagine there being a ton of like conversations and just, you know, trying to work with people in positions of power to to make some change happen. But it you have to have buy-in with the community. And that's what we found has been attributable to our success is that you don't do anything alone. Like you involve as many people as you can. You get those different perspectives. They illuminate something you haven't seen um, before they'll give you an idea that you hadn't thought about. Um, they'll have connections you didn't have. And so it's just, it's working with different groups of people, again, be they business owners currently or people that are residents in downtown or people that are like, hey, I have a podcast and I could help you share this information with a lot of people. Um, <laughs> By a lot of people, you mean four. <laughs> oh, it's more than that. Um, Six. Yeah, and so it's just it's getting people with different strengths together. I mean, I know this is sounding super like 101, but um, super basic. But I think that's 
as simple and as complex as it as it really gets. I mean, at this point with our organization, I really feel like we are trying to maintain the the level of success that we've had, but also dreaming for the future. Where is downtown going to be in five years, in 10 years? Like, let's continue to have a vision for where we can go from here, even meanwhile celebrating like how far we've come over the last 30 years. That statement really pandered to the host. <laughs> you fed into our favorite thing. We've been talking about strategic planning the last couple of weeks, oh. so very very good. That awesome. might that might have earned you another another invite back on another the show. Punch in my another punch, punch card. On, on the card. Well, let's wrap things up and let's let's talk about then how people can get involved. And let's start with let's start with that. Just hey, sh- we need some. You know, you're going to need some volunteers yeah. to make some events happen. All the way up to some of those other four you know core committees that you right. talked about. And, and, you know, when I get booted off the board, somebody will want (laughs) to take my position, I'm sure, because, well, it's only a matter of time. No, and I I love that, like, it really does, it takes all kinds. I mean, if you are, like, a practical person that's like, I want to do a four- to five-hour shift at this event, you know, you want, like, practical ways to help immediately. Like The beer tent at Downtown Days (laughs) is the most fun you will ever have as a volunteer. I'm just going to put that out there right now. We have some diehard volunteers that every year call me about this time and say, put me down for a beer shift. I'm like, you know that's six months away, right? I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, but you got to get it before it fills up. Yeah, <laughs> they fill up the first. Um, yeah, so like I said, we do have some events that are coming up that we really do need some more, some more help with. So the Chocolate Crawl, that's on February 2nd. We have our Emerald Isle Parade. We have about 7,000 spectators that come to that parade. Can, can I make a um, a selfish appeal for volunteers on that one? Please. If you like to boss people around, <laughs> we would love to have you come yes. volunteer to help us with crowd control. Because the thing that I worry about most at the Emerald Isle Parade mm-hmm. is fear of children running into the street. Right. So if you're bossy and you want to get involved... Yes. We'll look no to, further. Look yeah. no further than this one. And and hang on a second, and we'll tell you how to get a hold of Julie yeah, so that you can exactly. volunteer. Yeah, so that's how we need some help with, with events. And like I was saying before, if you whether you want to practically, you know, lend some help for a few hours, or maybe you're someone who has a lot of skills for, you know, coming up with ideas or being creative, or you have a particular set of skills i'm sounding like liam neeson here if you Um, if you love talking about bylaws and budget (laughs) yes i've got a committee for you Mm -hmm. yeah consider joining a committee and it's a great way to to get involved and meet new people and and make some friends i've made a ton of friends in downtown just because of people coming on as a volunteer and, and joining some of our planning committees too um but yeah how how you can reach us speaking of making friends because of downtown Mm mm-hmm I just want everyone to know they can blame Downtown Lee Summit for Jason Norberry and I meeting <laughs> and for starting this podcast that annoys six people every week. Wow. We had a hand in that. Yeah. Go that's, us. that's it. <laughs> that's the impact. So you folks. can thank or blame <laughs> your organization, Julie. Right. Yeah. I don't know how to take that. Yeah. I think it's a positive, a oh. net positive. Net po- <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it that way. 
Um, but yeah, no, we're super easy to get a hold of. Um, our, we have an office that's located in downtown. We'd love for you to visit us in person. We're in the alley behind Blue Heron, um, just off Third Street. But we have a new website, thanks to Jen Steller, and it's downtownls.org. And that's where you can find um, an events calendar of all of our events that are coming up for this year. We also have a volunteer page, downtownls.org backslash volunteer. And that's where you'll see any upcoming events where we need some volunteer help, like I was mentioning before, as well as some of our other planning committees. So if you want to read into that, maybe think about that, stew on that a little bit more, um, our contact information is also on that page. In addition to always seeking new volunteers and new voices and new people to be involved and help shape things, your organization will also always gladly accept credit cards. (laughs) We do take cash, check, or credit card. Yep. That's very important for any nonprofit, right? It it, it is, and I I joke about it, but businesses and individuals around town who can monetarily support this organization play a huge role as well as the the physical help and the time spent as a volunteer so i think it's important to allow you to 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 make that ask twice and you're too nice to do it (laughs) i know um but i'm gonna do it and i will say that that's accepted as well julie i thank you again for coming on I'm going to warn you now, we'll probably call you again when it gets closer to the Downtown Days Festival so we can oh, we can love that. promote that a little bit and talk about some of the fun things. I really, really, really hope that I'm going to get to make a fun announcement about that festival soon. There, there's something I am excited about, Julie. So thank you yes. very much for coming You're on. You're so welcome. Thanks for, Thanks for talking me. to us a little bit about people and how people in the community can 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 help play a role in all of the good things happening and the future like you said the future visions for for this district and our community exactly i appreciate it and we will talk to everybody next friday ryan i am on week two of the shred meal plan i gotta tell you there was a day in week one, a little bit hard, yep. a little bit hard. Week two, I'm flying. It's not that bad. Yep. How are you feeling? A little better. Yeah. A little better. Well, you know, the broken arm. Yeah. Eh, kind of, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't the great start. That was not in the plan. No. You didn't tell me that was coming. No. <laughs> no, I didn't know you are going to fall. We're going to work on that coordination a little bit, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look, Shred KC sounds awesome. I'm not sure if you can fix genetics. Uh, no. no. Oh, well, we can try. <laughs> we, we can try, try to outsmart them. Yep. Well, look. You put me on this this crazy kind of shock the system plan. Talk mm-hmm. a little bit about that and tell us why you're doing that the first four weeks. Why is that important? So the first four weeks, I put you on a lower carb diet. It's not a true keto, so it's just a really low carb diet uh, and lower calorie. So I'm going to shock your system. Lots of veggies that I'm sure you're not used to. Pulling out a lot of the carbs. The high- look, my problem is not the lack of lots of anything. Mm, yeah. It's, 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 it's cutting everything. That's down. right. Yep. I cut the carbs. I cut the booze. I up the protein and up the fats for you. So we're gonna do that for four weeks, get some quick weight off of you. And then we're gonna add some back and some carbs. When do tacos get into the shred meal plan? Um, your cheat meal. Yeah. I but you don't, you don't, you haven't earned one. I haven't earned yet. that yet. Yeah, no. <laughs> I haven't earned that yet. Nope. <laughs> Not yet. Tell us a little about, about how these meal plans work. And so you, you're going to have this shock, kind of shock diet mm-hmm. there the first four weeks. But then what kind of balance are you looking for with clients after that? So 
everybody, when I tell everybody this, when they come in with a meal plan, I'm going to cut you pretty hard at first, get some weight off of you, and then I'll add back in calories. And in all reality, as you lose weight and as we speed up your metabolism, I should be feeding you more while you're continuing to lose weight. And you should be hungry as I'm feeding you more. That's what we really want. But you have to follow the plan and we have to add back in calories slow. Um, I mean, as long as you're following the plan, then you can relate with me and you can tell me this is how you're feeling. This is what the scale is doing. But, you know, if you're not following the plan, then I don't know if you're you're doing it right or if you're sneaking whiskey or <laughs> whatever you might be doing. I, I, I'm not sneaking the booze. I will I will say this. I have one good bottle of, of something. Mm-hmm. I, I left it out. Yep. It's like my target. That's right. I get through little snifter yep and you're practicing willpower not to go drink that whiskey i'm practicing willpower what's next to go along with eating healthy well once we get your arm fixed we got to add in some 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 exercise so get your wife working out get you on the treadmill with your broken arm i can get on the treadmill i don't need my arm for that i know i I know i know we need to get you on the treadmill while she's working out all right well there we go that's the next phase all right i'm on week two you're gonna keep me honest we're gonna keep doing this every week so everybody's gonna know how good or bad i do that's right Ryan, ShredKC, where do they go? ShredKC.com.